I'm I'm old fashioned. Grew up around the church. There are some things that just immediately carry me to church. <laughs> there are some sounds, there are some songs, there are some words that that without any any other it just takes me straight to church. And that's that's one of them. All of our desire ought be that while we are here in this place, his breath, his spirit, let me say it that way, his spirit somehow just fall down. Don't you fool yourself. You don't have any problem that his spirit won't turn around. You, you don't have any burden that his breath won't lift off of you. Thank God today. Thank God today for what he has already done. And I've learned one thing. I can't out-preach the spirit. He's already come. He's already done what he is doing and he's still doing it. I just want to be obedient and do what it is he's given me to do. From the gospel as recorded by St. Luke. While you're finding it, why don't we just go ahead and thank God for Evangelist Jackson. Just bless the Lord. Amen. 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 God has used her mightily here in this place and I, I just can't wait to see her come back <laughs> just can't wait can't, can't wait St. Luke chapter 5 beginning with verse 1 these words you find and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were going out of them and they were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Amen. Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. 
nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. I want for just a few minutes to talk from this topic. His word over my will. At thy word, I will. His word over my will. Brothers and sisters, <clears throat> there is not a person in the sound of my voice that has not at some point in life had to do something you didn't want to do. I know I'm right about it. Nobody up in here has always had your way at some point in your life and you don't have to look way back. There's always been something that you just had to do even though you did not want to do it. Let me show it to you. It happens with parents. Parents who have those children who just keep on asking. Just keep on asking and keep on asking and Keep on asking. Keep on asking. And they, they ask until you just get tired. Somehow you just, they finally weigh you out and you just go ahead and do what it was that you didn't want to do. Your wife waits until you sit down and you sit down in your favorite chair and Settle in for the night. Pull your comforter over you. And she says, tomorrow is garbage day. <laughs> you don't want to do it. <laughs> but you do. You, you, you do it anyhow. Somebody on your job, somebody on your job says, my car is in the shop. I, I, I need, would you please swing by and pick me up? You know, if you don't mind, we have to stop by and drop Johnny off at daycare. <laughs> and you know yourself that, first of all, you really don't want to go pick him up. And you sure don't want to be bothered with little bad Johnny. <laughs> but some way and somehow you, you do it anyway. And brothers and sisters, there, there, there are all kinds of reasons why we do it anyway. There are all kinds of reasons for doing stuff that we don't want to do. Sometimes we do it anyway out of sheer love. <laughs> Sometimes you do it out of a sense of obligation. Sometimes you just do it because you want to have some peace. There are all kinds of reasons why we end up doing things that we really don't want to do. But my brothers and my sisters, as I go down the list of examples as to the things that we do that we really don't want to do, let me throw in this life 
that we are trying to live in Jesus Christ. While, we, while, while I'm talking to you about those things that we really just don't want to do, let me talk to you about how we are trying to live for Jesus. Because the truth of the matter is, my brothers and my sisters, the truth of the matter is, if you're saved, sanctified, baptized, living for Jesus, be honest. You're constantly called upon to do stuff that you really just don't want to do. I wonder if I got at least one honest person in the house. You, you live for Jesus. You are constantly called on to do stuff that you really, you see, here it is. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, then he becomes the standard for the way my life is lived. In other words, in other words, once I'm living for him, once I am saved, once I have given him my life, in other words, what I want and what I feel and what I think has to take a back seat to what he says. Are y'all following me? Yeah, yeah. what I want has to take a back seat to his word. And brothers and sisters, that, that's a great battleground. I, I, yeah, whether you realize it or not, that's what's going on with you most of the time. The great battleground for the believer is uh, that battle between my will and his word. And everybody up in here, whether you realize it enough or realize it or not, yeah, a, a new life in the spirit. This is what we wrestle with. We wrestle with a new life in the spirit that is caught up in the same old fleshly body. Your spirit living by one set of rules and your flesh desiring to live by a completely different set of rules. Are y'all hearing this? Your spirit desiring to please God and your body wanting to please itself. Am I the only one up in here? Yeah, that's a battle that we all battle every day. You may not want to hear your pastor say that, but you got an honest pastor. And if you will be honest... You have to admit, my brothers and my sisters, uh, that you ain't there yet. You are still battling. Are y'all hearing me? You're still battling some stuff. Oh, I know you think you think sometimes you're losing your mind. You're not losing your mind. There is a battle going on. On the inside. A new sheriff in town. That shaft has jurisdiction over your spirit, but your flesh don't want to hear nothing about it. Are y'all hearing me? Nobody, nobody. You, you don't believe. You think you're the only one. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says. Nobody says it better than the Apostle Paul. Look at Romans 7. Listen to Paul. Paul says, even when I want to do good, <laughs> evil is always present. This is Paul writing. You, 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 you could have written this yourself. 
is anybody here that really knows I, this sounds like something I wrote yeah. he, said, he says uh, the good that I want to do I end up not doing and then the very thing that I don't want to do though you, you could have written this yourself the things that I don't want to do are the things that I end up doing that's the Apostle Paul right there. The Apostle Paul says, he goes on to say, in my mind, I serve the law of God, but in my flesh, I still serve the law of sin. Are y'all hearing me? That's the Apostle Paul talking now. If the Apostle Paul wrestled like that, don't you feel bad about the fact, just be honest about the fact that there is a war going on. Are y'all hearing me? My brothers and my sisters, this is the classic battle between the spirit and the flesh. The battle that we constantly fight from day to day. And any honest folk in the house who will admit it, who are just not too holy to admit it, yeah, living for Jesus is a struggle. I say living for Jesus. It is a struggle. I know we got all the nice little cliches. You've been running for Jesus a long time. Ain't got tired yet. We got all that stuff. But the truth of the matter is, be honest. It's a struggle. Living this life in this body. At the center of that struggle. At the center of that struggle is, is doing things not the way I want to do them but doing things in accordance with the word of God. Now, you can sit here and act like it's easy. You can sit here and act like you got it all covered. But the word says, do good to those who despitefully use you. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Be honest. Be, be honest. Be honest. I, I know. I know. You, we, we're supposed to say amen and we're supposed to bow our heads. But down in your soul, you say, uh-uh. Are y'all hearing me? I, 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 I'm just being honest here today. The, the word says, love folk who hate you. <laughs> you don't want to do that. That, 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 that ain't something that comes natural. Love folk who, hey, Reverend, you saying me, love folk. And I know, that, are y'all hearing me? The word said, the word said, when men revile you and say all manner of evil against you falsely, that you ought to rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Now, now you can act like it, but the truth of the matter is, that don't come easy. You don't want to do that. You want to have a pity party. Some of y'all still ain't got it yet. You're trying to act like I'm, I'm way above. Let me, let me give you this one. If somebody slaps you on one cheek. <laughs> it's in the word. It's in the word. Somebody slaps you on one cheek according to the word of God. You're supposed to turn. Are y'all hearing me? I got you now. You don't want to do that. you begin to understand why we need the Holy Ghost. Now we understand why we need to be indwelled by his precious 
Holy Spirit because there are some things that the word throws at me that will never be done in myself. I've got to make sure that I'm guided by the precious Holy Spirit. And that's why, brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is, that's why we ought to always, we ought to constantly be giving glory to God. We ought to be giving glory to God. Yeah, because we know that the, yeah, yeah, I, the way that I'm acting and yeah, I didn't go off, it ain't nothing but, the, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, you ought to constantly be saying, give God the glory because you know you were somebody who was supposed to die. Are y'all hearing me? But I give God the glory because he has stepped in. He's in control. Now, now you begin to understand. Now you begin to understand. I'm going to let out a secret. You thought it was just a song I like, but no, it's my earnest plea. Now you understand why your pastor stands here every Sunday and say, Lord, I want to live for thee. <laughs> Y'all hear me? Listen to this. That, you, see, you thought it was just a song I like. It's, yeah, I, it's, it's my earnest plea. Lord, I want to live for thee, I want to live my life for you, but in order for me to do that, you've got to let your spirit. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, I want to live for you, but I can't do it unless you let your spirit be in me in its saving power. Are y'all hearing me? Lord, I really want to live for you, but in order for me to do it the way I need to do it, I need you to keep my heart Y'all thought it was just a song. Y'all thought it was just a song. It's my earnest plea. Lord, I, I want to live for you, but I, you, you got to keep my heart. Lord, yeah, if you want, I want to live for you, but you got to keep my hand because I go upside. Y'all ain't hearing me. Lord, I need you to keep my hand. Lord, I need you to keep my soul, I pray. Here's a big one right here. Lord, you know I need you to keep my tongue. Y'all in here, I need you to keep my tongue. Ain't no telling what I'll say. (laughs) Keep my tongue. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, y'all thought it was just a song. No, I'm pleading to the Lord. Lord, you got to keep my tongue. Because some of these folks will make me say, are y'all hearing me? Keep my tongue that I might speak your praise. Keep me. (laughs) keep me on the way and that's what's going on that's what's going on here in this text Peter is caught up between what his flesh wants and what Jesus is speaking y'all hearing this Jesus, now follow me, Jesus is at the beginning of his ministry, his earthly ministry. He, he's been introduced by his cousin John, as, uh, uh, John the Baptist, as the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sin. Of the, he's at the very beginning of his ministry. He's now beginning uh, 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 to go about the land, go about his hometown, and we see him baptized by John, John the Baptist. He's baptized in the river Jordan. He's led out into the wilderness, tempted of the devil. And next we find him in the synagogue on the Sabbath day. 
He's in there. He's in there like he always does on the Sabbath day. And he reads the scripture. Reads from the book of Isaiah. And after he gets to reading from the book of Isaiah, the prophet, he gets up and he says, uh, you've seen this thing come to pass today. He said to them that I'm the one that Isaiah was writing about. He goes about the land. He's been rejected in his own hometown. And some kind of way, folk don't ever want to hear you or see you in your own hometown. He made that statement that a prophet doesn't have honor in his own town. So he moves around to the Sea of Galilee and begins to work around Galilee. Started his ministry there. And so he starts healing sick people. When people realized what he was doing, they started bringing sick people to him just so that he could heal them. Look at him. He's getting, he's getting bigger and bigger. People are watching. People are hearing. Not only is he healing sick folk, he's casting out devils. He's casting demons out of people. And yet he, he was doing all kinds of miraculous things. And, and, and quite naturally now, the crowds begin to gather. Every time he show up, every time Jesus was there, People gathered from everywhere. There was always a multitude trying to see what he was going to do next. But this particular day, Jesus is standing on the riverbank. He's there at the sea, the, the, the side of the Sea of Galilee. He's standing there teaching, and the crowd was so massive. There were so many people that it was getting dangerous because they were trying to crowd him, and they were pressing on him, and they were about to push him out in the water. And what he noticed was that there were two fish boats, two fishermen's boats out there. They were sitting out from the land, and he saw those boats, and what he did, he called Simon Peter, who owned one of the boats. He called him over, and he got on one of the boats and asked, say, if you would, just push out a little bit from the land. So Simon got his boat and pushed out a little from the land. And now Jesus is able to stand there on the boat. He sat down, matter of fact, and he began to teach the people from the boat. Now, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but if you all will understand, that's really the beginning of the pulpit there. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus positioning himself in a place where everybody is able to hear and see what he's doing. So here he is. He he stands there and he does, he sits there, he does his teaching and he, he says all that he has to say to the crowd. And then when he finishes his sermon, he turns around to the owner of the boat, Peter, and says, uh, now what I want you to do is I want you to launch out into the deep. Finish now, huh? Yeah, you, you, you serve me, you've done what I asked you to do, and I want to show you my appreciation. He says, now what I want you to do is I want you to launch out into the deep. I, I, I want you to go out there. If you launch out into the deep, you'll catch some fish. Listen now, this is the words from the mouth of Jesus saying to Peter, now Peter, what I want you to do is launch out into the deep. Now you remember in the text, they had already gotten out of the boats and they were cleaning their nets. But now Jesus is saying, now go back out there. <laughs> go out into the deep and let down your nets and you will catch some fish. 
Let me throw this in. It ain't going to cost you nothing. What Jesus is saying to them, leave the shallow water and go out into the deep water. Are y'all hear me? See, a whole lot of folk like to hang around the shallow where it's safe. <laughs> Jesus said, no, no, no. You want to fish? Go out into the deep water. Now, Peter has been hearing about Jesus. He's been hearing about all the wondrous things that he's been doing. He's been hearing about the miracles that he's done. He's seen some of them for himself. His mother-in-law got healed, as a matter of fact. So Jesus says, just lunch out into the deep now, and you'll catch some fish. Here's where I want to get to. Listen to what Peter says. Jesus says, go out into the deep. Peter says, Master, we have toiled all night. We've been out here fishing all night long. Not only that, Master, we, we are professional fishermen. You, you are a carpenter. How in the world are y'all hearing me? Yeah, we are fishermen. You are a carpenter. And what you got to understand is that we are not new at this. We have been toiling all night and have taken nothing. I wonder if there anybody here that has toiled all night, <laughs> stayed up all night, have been restless all night long, and it did absolutely no good. Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Master, we are tired. Matter of fact, we were cleaning our nets and getting ready to go home when you showed up. We are tired. We've been out here all night long. If it wasn't for you, we would have been at home in the bed now. Are y'all hearing me? Lord, Lord, yeah, as tired as we are, you ought to be glad we stayed and listened to that sermon. Tired as we are, we've been working all night, and we've had to sit here and listen. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, we, we've been here all night, and we have taken nothing. Listen at him. His, his flesh crying out. He's tired. He's weak. He's ready to go home. We have been out here all night and we have taken nothing but nevertheless. <sighs> Somebody ought to shout right now. I, 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 I'm tired. I want to go home. I don't want to do it. But nevertheless. At thy word. Y'all hear me? Don't want to do it. But since you said it. Y'all hear me? I, I, I don't want to do it. I really want to go home and go to bed. But since you said it. I, that's where I want to get you to. I want to get you to the point where when Jesus speaks, you move. Uh, not because you understand it. Not because it makes a whole lot of sense. Not because it fits into what it is you want to do, but some point you ought to learn how to move just because he said it. I hope y'all hear me now. I hope you hear me. It ain't what I want to do. I don't feel like doing it. It doesn't even make sense to me. But just because you said it, I'll let down my nets. Y'all hear me? Just because you said it, I, I, I don't make no sense to me. I, I, I don't even know why I'm doing it, but because you said it, yes, I will let down my 
And my brothers and sisters, that, that's, that's really it. <laughs> we could close right now. That, that, that's, that's, that's really it. I, yeah, that's all I got right now. I, yeah, the, the, but the message today, and I think that I want to get to every, all the people of God, is that at some point, you need to grow to a point in your faith where you just do it because Jesus said it. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you don't want to. You don't feel like it. It don't even make sense to you. But I wonder if I got a witness here. If you go ahead and do it just because, just because he said it. Are y'all hearing me? But because he said it, I, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to put his word over my will. I'm trying to help somebody here. You see, my brothers and sisters, you're really not going to get very far until you learn how to put his word over your will. Because some way and somehow is our will that carries us every which way. We're all over the place with our will. But brothers and sisters, uh, we've got to learn how to squash our will and begin to listen to what God has to say. So he says, I really don't want to do it. I don't understand why you would even ask me to do it. It doesn't make any sense at all for me to do it. But nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. Are y'all hearing me? It's not convenient for me. I'm tired already. Feel like I want to go home and lay down. But nevertheless, at your word, I will let down my nets. Are you understanding? Yeah. You see, my brothers and sisters, uh, you got to understand that the blessings uh, that you are looking for, anybody looking for a blessing, you got to come to understand that the blessings uh, that you are looking for, the blessings that you have been toiling for, yeah, the blessings that you've been working extra hours for, Jesus knows where they are. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. You've been wasting all your time trying to find a blessing, uh, but I come to tell you that Jesus knows uh, right where they are. Yeah. So it says, if you will launch out into the deep, yeah, let down your net, yeah, you will find the blessing uh, that you are looking for. Yeah. Look at what happened. Peter went out at the command of Jesus, yeah, let down the nets. And uh, now the blessings come. According to the word of God, not only did he fill up his nets, not only did his nets begin to break, but he called another boat. And they came uh, and they began uh, to fill their boat. Oh, my brothers uh, and my sisters, somewhere along this Christian journey, we've got to learn how to ignore our will uh, and obey the word of God. Y'all ain't hearing me. At some point in this life, uh, we've got to learn uh, and grow to the point where we're not selfish in what we want. I want this and I want that. We've got to be able to look to the hills uh, from whence cometh all of our help. And I need to tell you that our help uh, comes
comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Yeah, we've got to ignore our will and begin to listen to his word. Yeah, I know we think we're doing it already. Yeah, we sing a hymn saying, consecrate me now. Yeah, to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up. Yeah. With a steadfast hope, uh, but listen to this next line. Yeah, and my will uh, be lost uh, in thine. Yes, uh, our everyday prayer yeah, ought to be draw me nearer, uh, draw me nearer to the place. Uh, are y'all hearing me? Draw me nearer uh, to your precious uh, bleeding side. Uh, oh, my brothers and my sisters. Uh, it would do us all well uh, to learn that word, uh, to learn that same word, yeah, that word that he used that day. Yeah. It would do us well uh, to learn how, yes, uh, when we don't understand uh, that word, nevertheless, yeah, nevertheless uh, means I'll do it anyhow. Yeah. Nevertheless uh, means however. Yeah. Nevertheless uh, means Lord, uh, I'll do what you say do. Uh, let me show it to you again. Uh, Jesus uh, in the garden uh, facing an old rugged cross. Uh, are y'all hearing me? And while he's looking uh, at an old rugged cross, uh, he bows down uh, there in the garden. Uh, and then as he bows down, uh, the man in him began to kick in. Uh, Listen to what Jesus said uh, to his father in heaven. Uh, he said to him, Lord, uh, Lord, uh, if it be your will, uh, I know what I got to do. Yeah, I know I'm handed uh, to an old rugged cross. Uh, I know now uh, that they're going to nail my hands uh, and they're going to nail my feet. Uh, but he said, Lord, uh, if it be your will, uh, I want you uh, to let this thing uh, pass from me. Lord, uh, if it be your will, uh, let this thing uh, pass from me. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go through it. Uh, but then he said, nevertheless, somebody ought to shout. He said, nevertheless, not my will, not my will, but your will be done. And I'm glad, I'm glad that his will was done because Jesus gave his life in my place. Living, he left me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins all away. Rising, he picked me up and he freed me forever. And one day, one day, oh yeah, one day, he's coming back. What a glorious, what a glorious, what a glorious day. Nevertheless, Lord, I don't want to do it. Lord, it ain't what I want to do. It don't even make sense. But if you said it, because you said it, 
I will yield to your word. Oh, my brothers and sisters, as we are converted, as we transform, and as we are maturing, my prayer is that we mature to the point where we can push our selfish selves out of the way and say, Lord, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. But if your word says it, I'll do it because it's your word. If you're here today, if you're here today unsaved, I'm going to invite you now to become a part of the family of God. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There, a precious fountain. And it's free.